Robert, how long ago did you watch this movie? I rewatched it today. Like, when was the first time you watched it? A week ago. Okay, it was a week ago. It was right before we watched it. A week ago. Our last podcast. Okay, because I was about to give you shit, but now I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay, why were you going to give me shit? Because this is like the movie that I envisioned this podcast being about. I think it is about this I, kind of movie. I this is movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix that, exclusive, and apparently Millie Bobby Brown is that her name? Yeah, I said yeah. her. I wasn't sure. Uh, I, I'm guessing she has a fucking contract with Netflix now. Yeah, she produces she, movie. She's, she did she's a produce. She has a production credit. I think she is Netflix because there's another fucking random movie that has her in it. And it's a Netflix exclusive, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna give you a little bit of shit, but I, I now I I'm not gonna give you a lot of shit. Okay, this is the the movie I envisioned this podcast being about. I have looked at this movie so many times and skipped over it. Yes, is that why you shit? Because that th- this is this is this is what I wanted to do. Like movies on Netflix that are good that we have no idea if they're good or not. Wait, what? You said it was good. Why are you gonna give me shit? Because you didn't, you didn't pick it earlier. Okay, I thought I was getting shit because of the fucking movie. I was. So this movie is definitely not designed for our age group. No, no, and and me and Devo had a topic why I think you were taking a piss that we are not the target audience of this movie. One hundred percent. Yeah. But on the flip side. The basis of this movie is Sherlock Holmes, which is something that us as kids loved. And I have a gripe with the Sherlock Holmes aspect of this movie. Okay, did you watch one and two? I didn't watch two yet. Okay, that's fine, because I just rewatched one. I didn't watch two. I watched one and two in the same night. Um, I could see the gripe. And I, I'll, I, I want to break the spoiler... Before, okay, that's after okay. spoiler. Walter. So I was, I'm gonna start with this one since I picked it. I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. I think cinematography was good. I think there. story was good. You're going there, and I think it was well acted. I think they picked the right cast for this movie. I agree with you on that. And I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. I, I, th- I feel like there's a I have but. a counter argument to that, too. Okay. So I'm going to give this this movie a 4.25. I'm going to say it's it's a good watch. It's not designed for our age group, meaning like 30 to 40-year-olds. But it was entertaining. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I... I think it's it's definitely if you have Netflix, put it on. Okay. You want me to go next? Sure. Because you have a counter argument. Four and a half. Fuck. <laughs> Did you watch this with your kid? No. Oh, you watched it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't squeeze in the time. Yeah, no, I get it. it. It's tough. Kid. And it's it's a two hour long movie. That's where our procrastination comes in, and that's where why we need uh, we need the structure of college to be successful. <laughs> oh, wow. That goes back yeah. to our Whiskey Biz podcast episode. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Listen to Whiskey Biz I, podcast. So I think the cinematography, like if I had a break, I'm going to break it down a little bit. I, I'd give it a four and a half for cinematography. I think it was good. I think it was great. I think the scenes were great. I think there's a little bit of kind of green screeny ish, you know, but I mean, you're not going to find a city with fucking in. I think this is like 1800 times, right? Like you're going to have green. Screen. It had uh, maybe early 1900s, but yeah, I think, I think I looked it up. It was like 1880 or something. When That car was pre model T. So yeah. Model T was what, like nineteen oh six. I th- I think it's probably later than that, but I think I think costumes are great. I'm going there. I like it. I think set design was super authentic. Okay, yeah, super it was. authentic. 
They did a good job. And my issue with the acting is I don't think the cast was perfect. Specifically, I think Millie Bobby Brown carried this fucking movie. And I think Henry Cavill played a nice... Is that how you say his yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he I'm, played a nice, like, supporting actor. Even though he really, like, if you really think of it, it's the other guy in the movie, the the kid... He's kind of like more the supporting actor, but I feel, I feel like, like Henry he Cavill okay played a great. Yeah, he did. Henry Cavill. There's a funny story I have about that that we'll talk about later. That I was watching a video about this, um, but Henry Cavill like played the Sherlock Holmes role pretty well, even though he has always been more like he's played more jockish. Roles. He's a man's man. He's a man's He's man, a man's but he man. played fucking Sherlock Holmes pretty He's Superman, damn well. Right? Yeah, he is, he is Superman. Correct. He is. Uh, He's a villain in another movie. He's just. He's just kind of. Yeah. He's a man's man. And I'd. I'd argue with your casting as you take Millie Bobby Brown out of this movie, and it's. It's. It's not the same movie. I don't know who you could cast instead of her now. I mean. I think the only reason Devo would give this a better rating is if it's Ariana Grande. I don't want to sound. No. Don't guys don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Cause she was 15 when the production of this movie started. Did was she really? Yeah. She's like 18 now. Right. Yeah. Thank God. And I, I I think we had this discussion when we did stranger things too. She's fucking charming. She is, has personality. She brings the energy. And like she's beautiful, and I'm gonna say this in a way like my son brought a girl like this home, I'd be very happy for him. So she's she's like cute in the movie, but like I don't know what it is. I'm gonna get like my fiance is gonna well, kill no, me if like, she listens to this episode. Like, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna I want to sidebar real quick, Devo. I've watched interviews of Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, I've seen she's TikToks wholesome. of her. Yes, she dresses like a fucking forty year old woman. She Kinda has the image. Yeah, she's I've wholesome. Seen, I've watched her on Hot Ones eating eating the wings. Mm-hmm. I, I think she, but that's that's the dress style now. Is it like it is? Because it think is. of like it's like, funny because I think like you said, the '90s style is back for the young kids, and it hasn't left for those forty year old women. So maybe that that's my my issue here. Yeah, that that could be your people from uh, our gener females from our generation will not go away from tight pants. Lost in translation. I think that's the <laughs> the idea. Jesus Christ, it. Victor! That's a heavy I, I, pour. That he, is that is he, like beyond a Devo pour. He, Sorry, he messed up. Yeah, <laughs> Devo uh, Devo didn't fuck up. Victor did. But I I think I I think she she was great in this movie, and maybe if I could just wrap up my 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 review real quick. I think this I give the story a four. And that's a very generous four because okay. I know I'm not the target audience here. And it wasn't quite Sherlock Holmes as much as a like a crime movie. Crime. And and now I'll discuss that after and I'll completely discuss a specific scene after we break the spoiler wall. And I, I think I think I'd probably more fall more or less with you, Robert, on a four point two five. But my argument for making this a four point five is, if I saw this in the movies, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed. Absolutely. And because if it it was a Netflix original, it it had all these great things. I'm I'm gonna give it the four point five. This is borderline the first Netflix original. I would say is worthy of being a box office. Correct. Movie. And and I think that's my my gap between me and you. And that's the struggle, right? Because it doesn't really fit our, uh, like, it doesn't really fit us, but it does. It's so weird because there's so many moments in the movie. I'm like, fuck, I'm watching like Stranger Things again. I feel awkward. And then, oh. but it pulls you in. So, and, yeah, and, then- and, and I think that's because of the uh, fourth wall that that they break. Oh, I hate that you bring that up, Devo, but I think it's an important conversation to have. Okay, Devo, before we break the fourth wall. I'm I'm gonna give it a four point two five as well. Um the storyline 
matched up. Uh, I I think the way that they were going about it was uh, uh, Harriet the Spy meets Sherlock Holmes. Uh, and okay. I mean, like Robert Downey Jr. type Sherlock Holmes. Like it, I'm going to argue kind of, that I think I like Henry Cavill more than uh, than uh, Robert Downey Jr. And I mean that's that's what fine. What about within, uh, Benedict that, that, Cumberbatch? This... Nah. Oh no! Henry Cavill. I, I love I. Oh that. that is oh, a good in point Sherlock. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. Is he in Sherlock? Yeah, Sherlock. Sherlock the series. Um, that was that was good, but I Amber think Batch. I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about that later. But um, I I do think that it, it it was a good blend between Harriet meets the spy or Harriet meets Harriet the spy. The spy Harriet, Harriet meets spy. the spy. Sorry, <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, but Harriet the spy with uh Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr. style, um, and. I don't know, like the everything that encompasses the uh, the movie itself just played well, and I don't know. I agree. I'm gonna say I watched this a second time, and I enjoyed it almost as much as I did the first time. And the reason I watched it the second time was because I watched the first fucking two movies, and I had to know where to cut it off, right? Like where the first one fucking ended. I, I, True. That's a good argument. And with yeah, the second time it was just as enjoyable the, as the first. And uh, Millie Bobby it, Brown is so fucking charming, dude. Dude, and so she's that like ah, uh, it's a it's a dangerous topic, right? It is a danger, and especially us being like married slash well, almost married, twice um, her age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, right? <laughs> and and with uh, Victor bringing up Cumberbatch, like. He's charming too, and they're. I well, think Robert Downey Jr. is charming. Dude. Uh, I feel but, like but Sherlock's it, like charming in a not so charming way, though. It's weird. But, but well, I, I guess I'm just talking on the fact that like the English side of her definitely came out in this one, and and maybe it was easier role for her because she is English and she didn't have to fake an accent. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. she did really good in. Stranger Things, but I think this really brought her out. Like and, her, she's a good actress. And when we were talking on the last podcast, I, I was sitting here. I'm like, I, I don't want her to disappoint me. I don't want her to ruin Stranger Things for me. You know, because if she came in here and fell flat, I'd be like, oh, she just has an easier. Because Eleven seems like an easy role to play. Yeah, distant it, and like you know, I'm kind, I'm kind of, of there. I'm kind of not there. Awkward. I'm kind of there. I'm awkward. Yeah. I'm, my lines or my my English is kind of broken, you know, because she's yeah yeah uneducated. Yeah. I don't know. That seems like it would make it a harder role to play, but okay. I I think you just I would struggle to not, speak bad English. But but it, it, for Stranger Things, it would have been just uh, you know distant stares. So I, I think we all agree this this is definitely a watch. Yeah, it, definitely right? watch it. There's no question. I, I would say that if if you had finished the last movie you watched on Netflix or TV show or you're wanting to watch a movie that you don't have to watch eight hours to find out what the fuck happens because you want to watch a series, watch this movie. Spoiler wall breaking. Yeah, can I say really quick before that? Uh, really interesting show on or TV show. Oh, it's confusing calling a Netflix original series a TV show. I think it is, the, but think, is it a TV show technically? I think if it's more a, than if there are three episodes, episodes, it's a TV show. Yeah, we'll call yeah. it a TV show. Eighteen ninety nine. Intriguing watch. Uh, Yellowstone. Uh, off like, and, and this is giving people time to. To turn it off, if, yeah. If you don't want spoilers, yeah. If if you don't want spoilers, which I highly recommend, now. I highly recommend. If yeah, if you want to watch this or you haven't watched it, uh, stop now. Because God only knows what we're gonna say. So, also, if you find it weird that she was underage and we're talking about her, you should probably <laughs> stop now. <laughs> but what what is that series about? 
It's about so that that series is about a cruise ship in 1899 traveling across uh, the Atlantic Ocean from Europe. The Titanic. Uh, it's it kind of like that, but it's not the Titanic. But there were ships. There were two ships that were lost of this like cruise liner company, and one of them sends out a message to one of the ships that's crossing the ocean. And it basically says the coordinates of their location, but that's it. Doesn't say it's that ship, anything like that. They assume it is based on what's being sent. And it's it's kind of like a suspenseful thriller kind of movie because of there's a lot like when you watch I watched the first two episodes of it and it's it kind of like you can tell there's a lot in the background that you don't understand and it makes you want to watch it more so you fucking figure out what the hell's going on it, it's a it's a good watch but that's just a side note like Robert recommended watch is 1899 you know what I want to watch Enola Holmes too. Where's my? Let's do Enola Holmes next. <laughs> We're gonna, gonna do, do the second one next. Okay. Yeah, but um, okay. I, there's a documentary called uh, "Where's My Jet." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched watch, that. Yeah, is it? Good? I saw it. It's intriguing. That's I think Pepsi, I watched three right? or four. Yeah, it's like a mini docu series. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. It really is. I want to. I'll watch it next time. I'll put it on my watch list. Yeah, it's that whole like why marketing teams can fuck up your company. And um if that if Pepsi wasn't such a big company, that company would have been bankrupt. And if you if you want to be basic, um Love is Love is Blind is is pretty pretty popular. <laughs> oh, fuck. Love is Blind like kills me. It, it it's a new bachelor I've seen or it. a bachelorette yeah, yeah. or whatever you want to talk about. It's it. kind of annoying. It is super annoying cuz but... every time they don't match is because they don't like how they look. Yeah, uh, with uh, the most recent season. Yeah, I talked. To, I talked to Letty about it all the time. I'm like, you went into this saying I don't give a shit about looks, and then when you come out, you're like, oh, I don't. Like you just aren't my type. She's a little too brown for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how it, I'm in a white girl. Are you talking about that Middle Eastern dude? He's an <laughs> asshole. Fuck uh, that guy. If, if I put you but, on my shoulders, can I hold you? <laughs> oh, that was last season. Was it? There's a third there's a season? New season. Yeah, there's a new season. There's a third season, yeah. Oh shit. I thought there was only two. It's worth a watch. And if you if you want Cheetos for the brain, watch it. So so back to uh Nola Holmes. Your pedophilia for oh, Millie Jesus Bobby Brown. Christ, dude. She's hot. <laughs> I don't I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm saying what every every like Every male is thinking because we've seen like she's cute in the movie, well, and then you see her in person, and you're like, God damn. Okay, so well, let's, I'm let's, be, let's I'm just be, she's like the take well, home to your mom kind of hot. I'm gonna, well, well, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I was, I'm gonna, I was gonna say, let's, I'm I, I want to justify line. it. I want to justify at, it at the end of the movie where she's like at the gate and her hair's like wavy. Oh, dude, she like transformed. And she I'm was like, oh, oh gosh. Well, well, but go ahead, dude. I was going to say, not, too, not, only, not only that, it, it was throughout the movie, she was uh, showing her intelligence and showing her ingenuity on uh, getting through and figuring out the the mystery. You know what I mean? When, like, can I say? I, I, think just, that's what, I think that's what yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. Ex- accentuated her beauty, so to speak. And if she's cute. I mean, in terms of like, I guarantee we hop through like 20 TikToks a day with women more beautiful than her. Mm-hmm. Right. In terms yeah. of like the because culturally of accepted beauty, but it's her, it's her like charisma like the parts she's fucking playing. And then her, yeah, her charisma in like real life, it makes her more attractive. And that's why I say that men aren't as shallow as women say we are. I mean, there's two types of women, right? There's hot and there's not? Yeah, there's the hooker and then there's the, you know, 
the the take home to mother look. Sounds like there's a third grouping too. What, what would you, you ignored them? <laughs> you ghosted them. So, um, God diva, help me with this. Um, forgetting Sharon Marshall. What's her name? Uh, uh oh, God. Um, can't throw uh, she's, she's on the she's spot married, like that. She she's married to Ashton Kutcher. No, um, no, no, the other one, the, the blonde. Oh, uh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell is the perfect like take home to mother on fucking Christmas. See, I don't woman. find her that attractive because she's dumb. In fair that enough, movie, plays a dumb enough. part fair in that enough. movie. Yes, but yeah. she, she's she's like she's not like I'm not gonna watch a TikTok of her in her underwear, like shaking her hips. Yeah, no, I get that. But definitely, she's got that take home to mother on Christmas Day vibe. There's okay. two types of women yeah. out there. No, I get that. Well, and, there's three. And I think you're right. Like, 18-year-old Millie Bobby Brown kind of fits both of those. Yeah, especially the role she plays. But maybe not so much in Stranger so, Things. This so definitely I, brought her I, out I'll, of her. I'll, I'll throw it out there. I, I, I kind of feel that way with uh, Anna Kendrick. I agree with you, Devo. I think she's hot. But she's she's do you no, on your like, side. Like I like I feel I feel like she's got your back. Anna Kendrick has has enough sass to hold her own and make up for what she lacks. Like okay, I, that, I'll that g- sounds I'll so chauvinistic slash. <laughs> what she lacks? She lacks, dude. She does lack. She she's a little bit mousy. Yeah, so is but, Millie. Bobby Brown. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, that's why I brought it. That's that's why I brought it up. But okay, so movie wise, right? Like, you have Millie Bobby Brown is Enola Holmes, mm-hmm. which she says backwards is alone, and that's why her mom named her that. But that's part of the plot. Yeah, it is. So, so, so the, the the greatest part of this movie is that it had a plot. It had mm-hmm. several subplots. They all came together. Her mom had great. Her mom and her dad had great, like, uh, sexual. Oh, uh, like, tension. No, uh, fuck. I'm drunk. Uh, they both had very functioning sexual parts because her brothers are like 15 her brothers are like 15 to 18 years oh, older I can than see her. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so okay. in this movie gotcha. she's like mid high school age. So I'm going to say she's 16. She is 16 in this movie. Her, I don't know her character her actual is 16. Age. Okay. She's probably Sherlock Holmes is an established detective, so I'm guessing he's at least late 20s. Okay. Her older brother's probably thirty-five. Her oldest brother. Okay. Uh, Mycroft. Mycroft. Minecraft. 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 <laughs> it's Minecraft. I thought it was Minecraft. Uh, I thought it was Minecraft. I so we have this thing where unfortunately our washing machine is inside our house. <laughs> I think that's most people in the U.S. And it's inside the house, so like we normally it's right inside your kitchen. We yeah, dude, so we <laughs> it's hard for me to fucking hear the TV. Mine is too. Yeah, when and so I always have subtitles on. It was it was Minecraft. M Y M Y Croft. Oh, interesting. I thought it was Minecraft, but um, I I think th- so. the The plot of the movie is find mother, right? That's the plot of the movie. Mother's gone. We need to find mother. Yes. And then you have several subplots, right? Subplot would be this boy who's trying to get murdered, this woman's suffrage reform, this, you know, find Enola, which Mycroft and Sherlock's trying to do. And and it all comes together and it all comes together beautifully. I think it was very yeah. well storytelled. I think it's a, it's a good example of like a family too, right? Like the brothers and her, you get those three personalities and three kids. And it, it it's funny you do. Everybody's got a different personality. Yeah, 
And I, I think, you know, the, the relationship, you know, the, the, this movie was girl power. It was girl power. It was feminist movie. And I don't know if it's going to say that if it's because well done though. And it's not in your face, right? Because you don't really, they don't go into detail about what the reform is. Correct. And I think it's pretty obvious. It's the women's right to vote. Interesting. I didn't get that, but okay. And that, that's what they were pushing for. And mother was a, Oh, can we just talk about what the movie is though? Yeah. yeah. We didn't really talk about that. So you have Nola Holmes, who's the younger sister to Sherlock Holmes, who was brought up only by her mother. She can't really remember her father well. And her mother homeschooled her, never brought her to like secondary school, which is basically like how to be a woman in their time, which is basically very feminine, very like take care of the home, very like make your boobs look big and your ass look huge. Yeah, when she was, she was like, I, I don't need a You're, man. And Mycroft was like, well, we need to educate you out of that. Yeah, and so you 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 make a good wife. Mm-hmm. And you have your kids. You can thank me later when you have two beautiful boys. Mm-hmm. And so she's going through this. Her mom... All of a sudden, on her 16th birthday, good point, she was 16. On her 16th birthday, her mom disappears. So now she, who is basically trained by her mother, also her mother trained her to be a fighter, which is very mm-hmm. unusual for that time frame, right? And and to protect herself and to like think outside of the box. But her and, mom was also an activist. Yes. A, and... and, and- to piggyback off Devo, I feel like she was a violent activist, which which aligns with the current time period of of women's suffrage of the of that period. But I feel like because this was a younger audience, they didn't dive into that. Which they I didn't agree. need I, to. I don't think they needed to. I wish it would have happened. Like I wish she would have fucking blown, mother would have blown some shit up, dude. But. In terms of I'm not the target audience, I agree with Devo didn't need to. I accept that didn't go there. Fair. Fair. But she didn't... She kind of did, but didn't? Correct, yes. Um, It's assumed. It's not implied. Well, Enola kind of blew up some stuff that they had planned to blow up protecting herself. Correct. Yes. Yes. But it goes through her process of trying to find her mother and kind of go on with how her mother trained her to be independent. And like you said, not looking for a husband to make her whole. It's independence. Yeah. As, as a father. And maybe that's why I appreciate this movie more because you're Hermione's, you're Enola Holmes. You know, these characters, like, I I like to instill these values on my daughter. Like, she would be able to install a TV on her own. Correct, yes. Like, and, it, and it's Maybe hard. Maybe it needs to be trained more. And it's hard for me because I, my mother was always like that. My mother was like, I'm just going to fucking do it myself. Like, I don't give a shit. Right? She'll, and, I'll figure it the fuck out. And my wife's very much like, you're the man, you take out the trash. Isn't that a struggle? It's a struggle when your mother's a certain way and you're yeah. my my mother my mother fucking pull out a toilet and replace the fucking toilet if she needed to. My wife would never in God's earth pull out I a mean, fucking toilet. I mean, I'm a man and I'm not gonna fuck with the toilet. <laughs> this would be my luck. I didn't seal it well and my shit would end up on the floor. Oh, okay. See, side, I, side I, step. I, I would have to ask Ariana and she might Say, okay, yeah, I'll help you. Sidestep, I think someone flushed a toy down on my, my toilet. <laughs> a toy? And like Robert toilet? says, I just, I don't want to fuck with it right now. Because it's pulling out of the toilet might 
Just, open a can of worms. I don't want to just, open right now. Just shoot a snake down there. Fair. It's fine. You don't. No, dude, you don't so shoot a snake down porcelain, Devo. Just FYI. <laughs> FYI. Snakes. I feel like snakes only do so much. I had my my shower was fucking like clogging, probably because of hair and shit going down it. From and you. yeah, yeah. I, I'm hairy as shit, so like I lose like you know. A hundredth of my hair every, you know, week. Yeah, but you gain another hundredth. Oh, dude, well. I'm telling you, it's fucking ridiculous. But I went to snake it. Like, I have a snake. I went to snake it. I couldn't fucking... Because you have the pee trap. Yeah. The which pee is trap. really hard for the snake to go through. Yeah, absolutely. It's really hard. Like, maybe if I was a trained professional, I'd figure it the fuck out. I'm not a trained professional on how to get a snake through a fucking pee trap. So my my ass was like, well, it's clogged. Let me figure it the fuck out. Uh, we'll try some liquid plumber, which I know you're, is is very bad for your pipes and shit. But you know, sometimes you just got to get the water down. Yeah, no, true. So I poured liquid plumber. Worked great. I'm I'm happy you had success with that. Thank you. I appreciate your your happiness. But uh, back to Nola Holmes. So back in those days, they shit in a bucket and throw it out back. But so it goes through that that story of her trying to, and it, it branches off in more ways than you'd expect. But let's let's start here. Favorite and, and like least favorite moments. Devo, we're going to start with you. Oh, shit. You're going to put, okay. Yeah, we're putting you on. Um, I I think my favorite. Should be prepared scene, for this. We do this every I, I, fucking week. I, pretty I know. much. But I I think my favorite scene, uh, was when, um, Ilona and Sherlock come into or like Sherlock comes uh to her and was like, he "Why didn't you?" Huh? He has a kid. He came in someone. No. But uh, no, just when when they're in the office together and and talking, I I don't I don't know why I, I don't know if it's more of like a sentimental situation for me, of like it it was nice to see the dynamic between Sherlock, who is essentially like the star child of. Um, the Holmes family. Well, I think coming... in terms of today's day and age, he'd be the star child. But I think Mycraft, Mycroft would be the star. He was in that in that period of time of the family, right? But but I I, I think I took it as like both of the underdogs coming together as like you know we're we're gonna take this on together and that was also the instance that uh Sherlock was like no you're you're going to I you're going to be my ward I I'm going to be taking care of you okay I like it least favorite oh um you can say no least I I don't have a least favorite I agree it's hard to pick out a least favorite but Victor go ahead I, I love the relationship between her and Sherlock. I, I, I do it too. Was. It's such like a weird dynamic, but I think it's that person that like, because we grew up knowing is Sherlock Holmes is like a one man show. He doesn't care True. about anybody else. He doesn't care about fucking Winston. He does his thing. <laughs> so I'm, I, my favorite part is, is a relate. My favorite part is a relationship between them. And my least favorite part is a relationship between them. Okay. And my in it being specific, I loved when he went to the police office and he was like, Arrest this guy, I solved the crime. And he was like, Your sister got there first. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that was, was like an ad girl moment. Good. Like hell yeah, dude. She fucking Because she he, beat the he, boss and he and he, he, he you know he, he gets that smirk on his face. Like, yeah, he had like the uh, Yeah. And that was a very, very um, heartwarming moment for me. My least favorite part. So okay, so she, and and my least favorite part is because it's it's 
it's against the Sherlock Holmes movie grain. Okay. So she she reads the newspaper and she finds the code, right? Yes. And she says, okay, the code says meet me at this place and it's signed my mother. Right. Now and... then the next the next like part of the progression of the scene, she explains why she knows it's not mother. Right. Because in your uh, in your typical yeah, in your typical Sherlock Holmes movie, that explanation wouldn't have been there. I don't know. Like if you look at the Robert Downey Jr., that's how it was. The scene would have progressed. No, no, no. The scene would have progressed. Oh, and it would have gone with the scene. And then she would have explained it at the end of the scene. Okay. And that's I mean I get that, but it but it's also the target audience. And like, I agree not with there that. Yet. They're and not that's there why yet. I, why I forgive it, because okay. she would have been like, "Oh, I got a I got a message from mother." The scene would have played out, and at the end of the scene, she would have been like, "I knew it wasn't mother because of X Y Z." After she would have grabbed that stupid pinecone animal shit, whatever it was. Yeah. Like and but I agree with Devo that they did it that way because of the target audience. Fair. Fair. Okay, so my favorite scene was actually going to be the when she was from... like sitting there all gorgeous. No, and... <laughs> no, my favorite scene was going to be when Sherlock found out that he got beat by his sister. She figured out before him, and he's walking down the hallway, mm-hmm. and he does that smirk, like "Ha, ah, good for her," you know. Mm-hmm. But because you already said that, I'll go with something else. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think I I did enjoy how it was like that, like. Almost like journalish feeling, right? Like as she progressed through things, she was like talking to the camera, which mm-hmm. usually movies are not talking to the camera. Okay. And I do kind of like it where it is Sherlock Holmes esque, where he like explains like it's like he's he's mentally talking through what's going on because that's how his mind works. She's doing that as at a younger age. Kind of like has that mindset like her older brother does. But uh, to Devo's point, I think she does that to help guide the audience, who's a younger audience, through the movie. I completely agree, but I feel like she also does that because she has to. Because if you're alone, who do you talk to? It it is like an ADHD type deal, right? So yeah. like, and and that's what they're kind of. She's like uh, thinking through it. Yeah. Okay. They're, so, so they're, can, they're... can I ask you guys both a like a sidestep question? Yeah. Sure. There's they say there's two types of people in the world. You either talk to yourself in your head or you don't. Well, I can say that I can I can relate to one group and I can't relate to the other. And, so and I think that's, I'm, that's, I'm that's audible. The so I am not audible <laughs> in my head. I am not audible. So like. Those times when she breaks the fourth wall is really weird to me. Oh, see, like I, I break the fourth wall all the time. If that's the I case, I would agree. With I don't that. break the fourth wall. I I'm not too. audible in my head. I do, and then I ask myself if I'm crazy. No, I, and I, I don't. Not. I never answer myself. But it, because it, then I would be crazy. It's it's fifty right? fifty. Like people are audible, people are not audible. Well, no, I, you aren't audible. Does add to it. You're, you have an inner monologue. You're yeah, talking yeah. to yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't talk to myself. Everything kind of like is. Sometimes I am verbal about it. Like I'll, I'll sometimes say shit, and it's like, why the fuck am I saying this? No one's in the room. But because you're audible, you're audible. Yeah, you yeah. have your inner monologue. Yeah, yeah. And but the counter argument is, if you, if you know sign language, you don't speak a language. Like, what do you think about in your head? You're not. You can't be audible in your head when you're not familiar with. Audible What's, language. But audible in your head isn't audible. But you're technically t- visual. No, but you're talking to it's yourself. It's more visual than it is audi- audible. Right? In my head, I like I don't speak words when I think in my head. Because you can't speak when you're thinking. But you're saying you well, are you audible can. in your right, Diva? Are you audible in your head? Do you talk to yourself I, in your head? I definitely talk to myself. I only hear I, Jesus talk in my head. I absolutely don't talk to myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not audible. <laughs> Sorry, those. No, and maybe it, it maybe was... that's why you appreciate it more. Because, like, to me, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do those things. 
Like when I'm working okay. on a hard, hard to solve problem at work. Yeah, I definitely like in my head, I'm like working through it with myself in essence. But there, I don't, and, I don't. And there's, there's points where like I'm working through a problem and I have to say it to hear it, to be able to put it back into my brain that it's, you know, there. It, See, usually that, the only audible part is like, what the fuck were you thinking? That's the I audible mean, I, part. That's I, it. I, and and you can be mixed. But you can be you, mixed. But you it's know not, what I mean? Like, you don't have to say I'm completely not audible. Or I'm only audible when I make a stupid decision. <laughs> but but <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's what kind of like pulls for this movie is that it, it does give uh, a stage for those that have that type of uh, mentality where, you know, they're, they're thinking inside where we, oh, God dang, I'm, I'm falling apart. No, it's okay. I see what, I see where you're going. You're, but, you're like, it's, it's, it's applicable to people that deal with that. Can I put Devo on the spot? Cause sure. I, I know he stepped away from the mic to. and we were, I think we were talking about this. Diva, what what was the reform about? The reform, yeah. What was that specific law they were? What was her? Why did her mom disappear? Was was it not for the feminism that she was trying to fight against? More specific, like this. This is a law. What is the law that they're putting in place? And I, I think this. I this, don't know. I I, I don't know. It was. I, I did not pick up on it. I did not pick up Victor on it. Victor has an interesting theory. Women's right to vote. Within the, but it it, it was, it, it was a crown in, everything like that. Like, can you vote on that? Oh well, Senate Cause, or their, cause it's Great their Britain, Congress right? or whatever. Well, they vote for it. The like representatives do. And little boy was the tiebreaker and, in and that a, vote. So, so Britain was is a though? monarchy. He was a tiebreaker. Yeah, he was. It, it's that's super why vague. that's why the grandmother tried to vague. kill him. But, but that, if, I, I guess that's where it, it does. She, get he would little. He would vote, which is interesting. That the grandmother did it. Absolutely, um, you, because you won't pick if it that's up until Elona too, though, or which part? Victor's theory. I've never or... seen. Have, no, did no, you no, watch Elona no, no. too? With with, with uh, I I watched some of Elona too. I watched the whole thing because Elona two is about her starting her own practice. Pretty right? much, yeah, yeah. But he he plays a, a pretty significant role. Don't no spoilers because I haven't. Who's he? Tresberry. Oh yeah, yeah. I won't say it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So it is if if you're right, Victor, because it's not clear that if you're right, that aligns with with the historical timeline. Okay, if you're right, which I'm not saying you aren't, but I'm not saying you are. This is absolutely fiction. So absolutely. I love the theory. I don't know if it's 100% true. It aligns with the historical It timeline. aligns, but I can't I cannot say with 100% certainty it it is correct. I I agree with you. I hope. So if that's the case, it's very interesting the grandmother tried to kill him because she knew that the uncle <laughs> would vote anti I mean, she's old. Maybe she old school. Old school. But she's money. She's basically like yeah. she's like the queen's like ugly cousin. Okay, we're going. We're going. We're going. We're but, going but on a whiskey went, talk right now. He he one hundred percent with Diva. I'm with gonna Arnie. cut you off because one hundred percent. There's women out there who want zero responsibility and want to be stay home mothers. Yes, and maybe their grandma falled into that block. Fall. Fell. Phil. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe she was like, I don't I don't need any rights. I just I just wanna have no responsibility and just like she's she's and... like Mycroft with saying that the woman should be Absolutely that like <laughs> and that fucking head mist head whatever got super hot and heavy. 
when Mycroft sent her oh, a package. He, yeah, yeah, that wasn't she really was for super her. hot. How the fuck day. did Millie Bobby Brown get out of that fucking thing and disappear out of the room in that period of time? Uh, I, th- she, I think she that's, just so, that's part of the mystique of it. She just, that's part of the, the fucking Sherlock Holmes-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because I, I, when I saw it the first time, I kind of exp- I kind of thought that it was like, them faking the carrier, but when yeah. I watched it the second time, I was like, no, the girls are saying it's really heavy. And she's got a dead ass perfect fucking drawing in there. Yeah. Like a she caricature. Drew it on the spot. A caricature. Yeah. Um my my I don't really have a least favorite part. I think the movie was really well done. I I don't think it, it was, was the it, best it, it could have been. But, but I that's feel like we're it's not the target pretty, audience. And I forgive correct. it. I forgive it. And I think it was, it, there aren't really, like, the bads are equally good. Does that make sense? Like, the worst parts of the movie are actually not, they're good. Okay, so you're the, you're the creative director of Netflix, right? Okay. And you say, hey. Am I a Democrat or Republican? You're... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that, that would be, be a, a Democrat. That could be a good point. You say, hey, we're going to write this movie. We're going to cast Millie Bobby Brown in it. Do we, because of her age, do we go down this route that the booby took? Or can we make it more <laughs> Did adult? you say booby took? Or did you no, say movie? No, the movie. movie, movie. Okay. Like, can, movie. can we go, do we go down the route that it did take? Or can we make this more, a little bit more adult themed? And when I say adult themed, I mean an older target audience. So this is going to be a really weird topic, but I feel like they kind of like sexualized Enola without sexualizing Enola. When she had her long underwear out, and they it's Alona. What did I say, Alona? I I have Enola. One hundred percent. Do not feel Millie. No, it is Enola, not Ilona. Anola. It's Alona. No, it's Anola. Anola. Because backwards, it's alone. And is the last consonant in the word Enola. Jesus okay. Christ, Evo. I don't feel like Millie Bobby Brown was sexualized at all. I feel like she was, but not intentionally. No, it, it was more intellectually. It was, it was not. Like, you're not, right. I'm not going to, like, pull up a picture of. Nola Holmes and be like, oh, I'm jacking off to this. Can I can I talk shit about Devo right now? What that he doesn't jack off? N- no, he can jacks get, in. No, he. I think he's got a smart girl fetish based on his current lifestyle. True. Okay, definitely true. But I feel like she is an intellectual challenge. She. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Victor's headphones oh. fell out. <laughs> yeah, I did not hear anything Diva said in the last like thir- sixty seconds. What did he say? I, I don't. I don't know. I didn't say anything. So, so you agree that you have an intellectual girl fetish? I do. Like you're looking for your Hermione. Hermione. Absolutely. Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. Yeah. No. Hermione. Like. Nah, that, nah. Millie that's, Bobby that's Brown trumps Hermione every day of the week. Uh, no, absolutely. I don't know. But I'm, no. I'm talking in Devo terms. <laughs> fucking shit. I'm talking in Devo Dude, terms. No, no, Devo. Fucking gear. Jesus Christ. Her, Hermione, Hermione's a shit. What's her real name? It's Hermione. No, what's her real What's the actress's real name? Yeah, oh, she's shit. that. Emma? She's no, that shitty. Hold on, hold on. Emma, Emma Watson. Emma? Emma Watson. Yeah. Do you have a is is Emma Watson in your top five celebrity crushes? And I know a lot of people will say that I'm crazy for this, but yes, and it's because of uh, Beauty and the Beast. No. Oh. Wow. Jesus Christ. The uh, fuck? That was such a forgettable movie. I, it I, was. I applaud. I forgot she was in it. I applaud Disney. I, I think it was a good, it was a good remake, but it was forgettable. A good remake, but it was yeah. I, I agree, one hundred percent. I'm with you, Victor. I uh, 
But I mean, Billy Be- Bobby Brown, so much hotter. Belle works for me because she's into hairy big guys. <laughs> well, you'd think Belle would work for me too, but it, she didn't. I know. I, <laughs> well, you know, back in the late 1800s, hefty guys would be considered rich. I, yeah, because no. we could afford to feed ourselves. So we would be the prized possession. Steve's would not be like, you know, he wouldn't be a prized possession because he's too thin. They don't know if he can feed himself he's and pe- support a family. He's petite. <laughs> Definitely. Diva, who's your top five? Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> not what we're talking about. Talking I about the know fucking who, movie. Who's his top five now? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Millie Bobby Brown. And we're going to do a movie about his number three. Who's his number three? I don't know. We're going to find out what movie we're doing after number three. I, th- I thought we were doing... <laughs> I thought we were doing a. I thought it'd be funny. It would would force him to think that Millie Bobby Brown's number three. (laughs) She's your number three? That works for me, dude. He's a little. But Drake's into it, so it's not weird if you're into it. Wait, Drake's into girls? Like children? Into Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, no, he wasn't on Epstein Island. Right. Oh. uh, Not that I know of. I have a weird, like, I'm not going to talk about it. He didn't hang himself. But, <laughs> no, like. Who's your top five? God. Who's the top five? Top five, like, in terms of I'm going to watch a movie no matter what, or. No, in Celebrity Crushes. <sighs> okay. Um, Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Rachel McAdams. So that's three. Uh, Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Lawrence. So wow, dude, you're into girls with similar names. I am. Dun-dum. I am. What's your favorite like go to female crush movie then? So who's number one? Oh, see, and that that's where it kind of throws it off. Because my favorite like. Rom com is Fifty First Dates. Really? Yeah. I don't 50 know. Fifty First Dates I, is I, such I, a it's a it's a it's there's really I, good parts of it and there's parts that I'm like this is hard to watch. I I don't know why. I I don't know if it's like the Adam Adam Sandler because I have that goofy like weird feel to. Uh, like comedy, but yeah, like Fifty First Dates is like a. Did you say Drew Barrymore? Absolutely. So, so what the fuck? So if you were a comedian, you'd be you you. Your ideal comedian would be Adam Sandler, like that would yes. be. No, because because uh, Along Came Polly does fall into that situation of uh, rom coms. As as much as I I enjoy the dry humor, I'm like a more a Michael Sarah or Andy Sandberg Sandberg kind of kind of character. Fair. What about you, Robert? What like your type of comedy comedian? Ooh, Seth MacFarlane. <sighs> Really? You're gonna go yeah. South Park? Okay. Oh that... no. No, that's a uh, family guy. But close. So like when I think of Seth MacFarlane, I think of somebody who sings and very musical and very like comedy aspect of it. He's he's very multi dimensional. Okay. Like of a sectomy is a medical procedure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's that's that the comedy makes gold. Makes you half a man. That's makes the, you half a man. I think that's the comedy like gold that Tech McFarland <laughs> brings to the table. He's creative. Yeah, no, he's creative and multidimensional, I, I, right? Like, but he's not like he's like a creator, not necessarily a, a comedian. I don't know. I'm more of a slapstick comedy kind of guy. So I'm probably more of a Zach Galifianakis kind of 
comedy that's, person. It's pretty. He's pretty dry at times. Though. He is. He's very dry. But I feel like he's like slapstick. Like it's one liners from Zach Galifianakis. Like Pedro or not Pedro. What do you call the kid? Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like that will never die. Like you could have like. Like that shirt with a baby carriage on the front with no baby. And that's you know exactly where that's from and it'll make you laugh. Okay. I I He's one dimensional though. But I feel yeah. like most comedians are one dimensional. Especially when they become actors. But I I mean, we've been talking about the movie for like 20 minutes and we've talked about off topic things for a while. <clears throat> I think this was so. A, so, I mean, I'm going to defend this. This discussion was I think this was a good movie. I think it had multidimensional story and it brought it all together. I think it had a. Did this movie make Millie Bobby Brown hotter? Eighteen-year-old Millie Bobby Brown. Well, I wouldn't so be talking about an eighteen-year-old. Uh, no, uh, yeah, this this movie ended with an under eighteen-year-old Bob, Billy Bobby. I, I didn't know that because she's not eighteen. She's not eighteen anymore. How old is she now? Twenty-one. She <laughs> is it weird that I I know she turns nineteen in February? Oh fuck, she's that young. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. We're fucking around. She does. I think what gives her like a little bit of a benefit is she does have an older look. And is is that. Is that a child star kind of. I don't want to say issue, but, you know, she's not hanging out with 18 year olds. Yeah, I think that gives her a. A benefit. I think it benefits her long term. If that's what you mean. You don't think there's psychological I don't think, issues? Uh, no. Uh, maybe, no, I don't think. I think she started late enough. And she's a mature enough individual. That I think she's. She'll, she'll do well in acting. Millie Bobby Brown didn't hit Devo's top five. No. So who is number three? Emma Stone. Yep. So we're doing an old homes too next. Yep, with Emma Stone. Yeah. She she played a very interesting character in the movie. Okay, so let let me let me ask you which one I like to read other people's reviews. And a lot of people's reviews said number two was didn't hit the number one. Like it, it missed a little bit. Devo texted me that. Which is tar which is expected as sequels. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I don't I don't think it quite like number one made a much bigger impact than number two did. The story changes quite a bit. Not not quite a bit, but it, it changes direction, like you said, where she's like kind of trying to start her own version of Sherlock Holmes. Like she's coming into herself now. Like she went from being a girl who lived at home, had no friends, to now like starting to have friends, learning how to ride a bike more than less than stellar. They revisit that topic because I'm like, you you hit that topic you never revisit in the movie. Well, she only rode a bike once. And she says she's not very good at it and she never yeah. rode a bike again the rest of the movie. I guess she like, wasn't very good at it. She was able to use trains and I feel automobiles. Like, I feel like it was a plot device that got cut out of the movie. No, I don't think it need to be retouched on. <clears throat> Deduce read uh is it deduce? Uh reasoning? Deductive. Deductive. Yeah, I don't think it needed to be. I did think it was funny that that little like motorized bicycle with a cart on top of it was uh, considered an automobile, though. The first ever. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm just talking shit now. That was kind of cool. Like I was like, damn, I'd be kind of like, I'd be down to ride that to. 
go get groceries. What did what did you think about the foreshadowing, Robert? Because I, I know you've you've talked about that on other podcasts. Uh, foreshadowing of there was two foreshadowing, or maybe you, you want to call it three. One where she couldn't do the corkscrew, and then she did it. Oh yeah, yeah. When she was fighting, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it it just kind of like it followed along very well with her fighting with her mom. And then the whalebone corset. Oh, and how it saved her? And how it saved Truxbury? <laughs> yeah. No, him. it saved her. No, it, it, no it he put on him armor. Too. And I feel like it foreshadowed him wearing the armor. Maybe. Because he, because he fell in love with her and he uh, listened to... No, I don't think it was foreshadowing. Saying. I think it was showing that he's not as dumb as she thought he was. I, I think it showed yes, that, that she that thought was he, it, she yeah. was smarter than everybody. She was. And that's why Devo is into it. But didn't we just say on our the last podcast that we recorded, not of this podcast, that thinking you're the smartest person is a downfall? It's, it's a weakness, but... Yeah. There's a benefit. But no, the foreshadowing was her saying, oh, maybe he's smarter than I thought he was. And then he wore that. Is it is it is it a good storytelling for her to meet him on the train and realizing they had something in common? Yes. You mean that that both their dads are dead? Both no, that he was it too predictive? So the mother was trying to get the reform to pass and her helping the boy got the reform to pass. Therefore, all the storylines connected. Or was that oh, why was she that the blew mother's... up? Yeah. Or was that why they showed in the movie that she blew up all the bombs because she was the one who made the change. They didn't have to blow anything up to make the change. Yeah, she did make the change. She was when her mom brings that up at the end, right? When they meet again, the mother did. She said, "All this cult society shit for nothing." Well, or did she? Or was her being secretive the way to teach, like, to kind of like get her daughter to figure out her own way? That she didn't need the mother. That's all that the mother wanted. Well, she wanted her to be an independent 2010 woman. Um. Or like nineteen seventies woman <laughs> when it like kind of really started to change. I think it was the eighties, dude. Well, we'll I think say it was 70s. late. I think it, it was, was hippies. Hippies really drove that. Yeah, but I think it was finalized. Like I don't think a woman can own a bank account until like the eighties. Isn't that crazy? That's super fucking crazy. Dude. Crazy, but I think that uh, that concludes our uh, review for today. We. Definitely recommend the movie. So if you didn't see it and you listened to us talk about it, we didn't really give away too many spoilers outside of. No, I, I think it's worth. I think watch. even if even if you listened all the way through and you're like, oh, I don't know what to, I don't know if I watch it. Still, still watch it because there's it's it's entertaining. The whole movie is, and we can't touch on everything in an hour. There's especially a few with all things of our, that we missed uh, on and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think if you want to watch a little English girl become an American treasure, that. Yeah, and if you want to see how pine cones can also be pets. <laughs> that yeah. was deep, dude. <laughs> Not like like intellectually deep, like deep into the movie plot. It was? Yeah. It was. So with that being said, Victor, you have any final thoughts? No, I thought Diva was going to stop vaping. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can cut that out. I'm going to have to remember uh, Devo. <laughs> Help me out with that. A minute. A minute three. An hour four. Yeah. So uh, three to four. Thank you guys for listening and uh, keep streaming. <laughs>